Hey, hey, hi. hi. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Ooh. It's been a long time. In weeks. <laughs> this is the first episode of the Black Coffee and Tea Podcast in 2019. Funny thing. So you are coming back from working out. Yes. And I'm in workout clothes. I did get a workout in today though, for those that do you not see we know. on our resolutions. Yes. We literally are on our resolutions. So shout out to healthy eating. Yes. Work out self-care all of that and actually yeah stick with it y'all it's I mean shit we only eight days into the new year but much less we're only what 31 and we got if we can't get it together at 31 at 40 (laughs) girl I couldn't get it together at 21 so (laughs) like lord Jesus I gotta pull something together because I'm living my heyday right now I'm not trying to be one of them yeah the good thing with us, with Pisces, at least for me, I'm always super motivated at the beginning of the year because I know my birthday is like right after that. Like, that's I true. One and a half, three months, and I just need to get it pop. You know what I'm saying? That's a good amount of time to make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I feel like I, I, it's something about the new year. It's not necessarily that I have to make a resolution because it's the new year, but it's something about like a clean start. Like, just, a clean, you're entering, you're leaving something old and getting into something new mentally that for me is like, okay, I'm going to attempt seriously to do something for myself that I, that, you know, will be ultimately a great situation. And it usually is because it's the new year, but I don't want to confuse it with a resolution. It's just mentally, I'm like, it's a fresh start, you know? I mean, isn't that the resolution? <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess it is. I guess it's just a prettier way of me going around <laughs> saying that it's not a resolution. Me, I guess it is a resolution. I haven't had a resolution in, in years. Like, yeah. I constantly have resolutions throughout the year. So it's just another time for me to really be like mentally, well, this is a fresh start, literally, of New Year's. Mm-hmm. So, My resolutions know. was to... Well, for one, I'm trying to get up early, so I'm trying to wake up by like 5 a.m. every morning. Oh wow! And it's tough. It's it's real tough. I've been snoozing a lot, and then I've been trying to cut out meat like at least 80. <laughs> percent I'm like, I want to be done with meat, but I've been tough. It up. I have been fucking it up. I go back and forth. Um, it's been grossing me out. It has been. It it gives me. It. it I'm just weird. I had a veggie burger today that was bomb. Like really, that veggie burger was good. It had grilled onions on top. Like it tastes like a turkey burger. See, I hate turkey. <laughs> I don't like turkey. I'd rather just eat hamburger. I am I love so turkey burgers. I can't. I can't do turkey. But Ooh. I can't do turkey bacon. Like my doctor or my doctor. My trainers like to get turkey bacon. I've been eating pork bacon. Oh no! Um, well, I mean, you know, I'm still gonna <laughs> the end result is gonna be the end result. So, Girl, yellow. You only live once. Yeah, my 
thing is, look, if I don't catch cancer that way, it's gonna if it's meant for me to get it, it's just gonna be you know your body, like ride it to the wheels fall off. Like I was a meat lover, like a straight up carnivore. All I needed was a slab of steak. I didn't need no sides, I didn't need no carbs, I just needed meat and I was good. And now it's just like I can only I mean I eat meat like I just need a little taste, if that. It's just you know your body, you know what you like, you know what you want. So stick with it. Agreed. So let's just get right on into it. Yes, this is a very special episode. Hot topic <laughs> of the night, of the last few weeks, of the last, honestly, couple, several years, decade or two, uh, the rumor needing R. Kelly starting like, you know. Oh, the whole- but it's only, it's only been a hot topic in like the last year. Well, no, it was, but I'm saying, like, this isn't the first time we've heard of these allegations. And, oh, of course, of course. You know, these have been things that have, everybody's known, have talked about, um, have been a hot topic in households, on platforms, but somehow it manages to kind of just go behind the scenes again, and we don't talk about it anymore for another couple of years. So, R. Kelly. Did you watch the Surviving R. Kelly documentary on Lifetime? Uh, I felt like you didn't watch it so I did and I didn't because it's so long like I still there are six parts I still haven't watched the six last conclusion episode I I watched the first four but if I'm honest I was in and out of watching all of them right so Mm -hmm. I will need to go back and then watch all of them um my overall thoughts on this is, you know, R. Kelly is a creep. He is a very, very sick man. He is. He's got an issue. Um, what do you think of the doc? Well, you didn't really watch it, but I got to say, I was shocked by the documentary. Like, the quality of the documentary. Because we all know Lifetime butchers some fucking entertainment. Like, they've butchered all those biopics. They fucked up that Aaliyah biopic I was expecting this to kind of be trash to be honest (laughs) I was not expecting this to be like a thorough documentary so I I was shocked (laughs) um I I wouldn't say that I uh thought that it was going to be trash because the quality of what Lifetime Lifetime sucks like the 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 visual quality of movies yeah have been great yeah it's been the characters that they choose the storylines as far as like how they I feel like Lifetime's only good at at Lifetime movies like when they try to do these biopics and stuff that they've been doing over the last few years it's trash that Tony Braxton biopic that Whitney Houston biopic that um I mean, I feel the same way about BET. Like BET just literally since New Edition, everybody was shocked. Like, damn, that was a good one. BET, like that is that that. was a bomb. Like that. They usually put out trash too. Yeah, Um, BET did that one, and I feel like Lifetime did this. Like, this needs to be their new thing if they want to continue covering celebrities' lives or whatever. Get rid of those trash ass biopics. Like, Mm -hmm. do these docu series because. I'm a documentary head and this was a good documentary. Like it was uh, it, the way, like the way they shot it. It was, it wasn't boring at all. Like there was no boring part mm-hmm. and the buildup was really good too. Cause like the beginning of it, I gotta be completely honest, the beginning of that documentary. And we talked about this before, but the beginning of that documentary made me believe hands down that R Kelly's the king of R and B. 
like, like they didn't, they weren't biased. Like they gave this man his accolades. Like he's the king of R&B, like his impact, all those artists he worked with, the fact people um, ignored him, uh, you know, all of his sexual accusations because he was that fucking good. This man really is the king of R&B. And you know, I'm biased against R. Kelly, but you can't take that away from him. Like, you can't, yeah, he's you can eat him all day, but at the end of the day, if yeah. we're recognizing him for his pure talent, artistry, craft alone, if we're just looking at that, um, yeah. he is something out of this world, and yeah. it tears me up to, you know, have this go on. Uh, I just, yeah. I'm really, I'm dealing with this in a way... <laughs> Because I, I loved, I wouldn't say that I necessarily love R. Kelly and not because of even this, like, I've never just been like, Ooh, he's so sexy. Ooh, like he's never been that like person that I just want to seduce. His music for me though, has always been with me. Like always, I'm always at the concert, always like. Yeah, I've never been to an R. Kelly concert. I I grew up on his music. I like his music, but I've never been to an R. Kelly concert. And I'm kind of, I'm not like, I'm not shocked by any of this because I've, I've stopped listening to R. Kelly for like last three or four years now. Okay. So, and it's like, honestly, I'm no better than the rest of the fucking world because I was watching him in child pornography when I was a fucking kid and it never dawned on me hey this is child pornography with R. Kelly like it was it was a thing but it wasn't a thing you know what I mean like it was like like I saw that tape multiple times with him with that little girl and I was probably like in ninth or tenth grade or whatever but Mm -hmm. it's like nobody really thought of it as child pornography everybody was like oh is that R. Kelly is that is that him no that ain't him yes it is like it was more of a like culture Mm -hmm. thing like it wasn't almost like the kim kim and ray j sex tape like watching that was not like watching porn it was just something for the culture you know like it was it was something that everyone had to watch just to watch to say did you see that and it's crazy because even despite seeing him you know with that girl peeing on that girl over a decade ago i still listen to his music Mm-hmm. And the only reason I stopped listening is because when I had first moved to LA, I didn't have cable. I binge watched all these freaking Aaliyah documentaries and I really saw the details of him with Aaliyah. And that's what really made me stop fucking with his music. Like I can't even listen to her first album. And that's the hardest part to me is not listening to Aaliyah because of R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like, I fuck his music. I'm more concerned about the people's music that I can't even listen to because his hands was in that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of the hits that we like that R. Kelly hasn't even touched that you don't probably even realize. Girl, you know? that documentary screwed me up. Like, uh, uh, you are not alone. Michael Jackson. That shit is about R. Kelly's 17 year old mistress getting an abortion. <laughs> like, I, like, how dare you ruin Mike's good name? Like, I'm just saying, like, god damn it's, yeah it's it just what what do we do what do we do with this you know <laughs> like I just don't know what do we what do we go from here like because now it's like well where's the line drawn is it just don't listen to R. Kelly 
or is it don't listen to anything he produced or is it don't listen to anything he wrote like he, or is it you know, not or is it not listening to any criminals you know are we picking and choosing uh you know as far as the degree like my thing is yeah i don't R. agree R. with that Our kelly is a sick man like but what I'm, i guess what i'm getting to is what after r kelly is gotten let's say he gets got then please understand there's tons more that we we some probably know about maybe not in the same spotlight as mm-hmm. him, but this has been going on i mean yeah just me being a 14 year old i tried to give it to genuine and the only reason why i couldn't make it past the hotel door because raheem devon invited me and my girlfriend back um at the club we had fake ids obviously but he invited me and my friend candace back to the hotel room because he was a backup singer for genuine at the time i was 14 and she was 17 and the only reason we didn't make it past that door when we got there was because the security guard looked at our IDs and he was like, you look about 14 and you look about 17. And he was like, I'm going to give you guys these back. And he actually, I don't even think he gave it to us back. If I'm thinking, every now that I think about it, (laughs) but the thing that got me was he called our ages spot on. Most times you'd be like, no, you look about, he was like, you 14 and you look about 17, so y'all gonna turn around. But girl, had mm-hmm. I not passed that, I would have, I loved Genuine. Like, I would have loved at 14 to give him uh-huh. whatever. And um, had you been at an R. Kelly concert, you would have got past it. Because his security would have been like, perfect. You're 14. Sure. Exactly. This exactly. is exactly what he's looking for. Exactly. So. <laughs> I don't need to go find you. <laughs> exactly. Like, it would have been well, too long. That's the other thing, though, too, is that I obviously feel my ways about R. Kelly and what he's done and the perversion and the sickness and the illness he has. But I am just as equally bothered by these parents and these security guards and these friends and members that have fed this man his food literally at high school seeking out girls. And what's even more bothersome to me is the parents. But most importantly, what's bothersome to me is the same people that were handing this man and feeding him this this bad stuff are now the ones on the other side like, yeah, that's fucked up. He doing this, da, da, da. And I'm thinking like, what? Like, you don't, you don't say that. You were just like- Everybody I, in that damn documentary there, is trash. And for people to see that aren't telling for people to think that R. Kelly was the only one doing this, yes, he's the face, but please understand that this is a system. Like, I feel like everything else is a system. It doesn't work if the people behind it don't help it. Like, he can't do all these things by himself and have gotten away with it for so long by himself. He of could course not. not. It is definitely a system and everyone in that documentary played a part, but at the end of the day, that was their boss. So they were, they were willing to do whatever. They wasn't trying to lose a paycheck. And now that the, that money well has run dry with R. Kelly, everyone has turned on R. Kelly because he doesn't have the money anymore. Because you're just as sick. Money should, if you are- That's the only reason this is coming out is because he doesn't have money like he used to, period. That's the only reason all this shit is happening because they don't have money. He doesn't lock have the parents up, lock R. Kelly up, lock the friends, the family, lock them all up. The lock, parents are trash. Everybody lock the adults up that knew in that documentary who R. Kelly trash. He was. I'm sorry. I don't have. I, you know what? I'm empathetic 
to the adults that were 35 and, you know, 19 and all these sorts of things when they got introduced to R. Kelly or they sought him out by the title super fan and all this kind of stuff. My heart, though, but I don't feel as equally as bad as I do for the underage girls. It's a it's a sad situation, period. But I don't. What that documentary really opened my eyes because it's like, <clears throat> even by doing more research. Okay, first of all, I think we all knew this. R. Kelly was a victim of molestation and rape when he was that's, a child. He's a okay, he so that cycle repeats itself. Him, yes. him and his younger brother were uh, raped and molested yes. by their 15-year-old sister from ages of nine to 12. Okay. And they were raped by some dude r kelly uh they were raped by a man too r kelly was raped by a man or he had sexual assault he may i haven't heard that part but his brother did a whole interview and basically said that his 15 year old sister was having sex with him and r kelly physical sex while he was eight and nine years old okay so they were being raped by their own sister whatever at an older age at a much older age yes definitely okay now not to say every victim of that is going to turn around and become the predator that's not the case but sometimes that happens a lot of times we do know that victims have outrages or they use things in a way where you didn't think that they would based on the things that sometimes yeah exactly sometimes abuse if you raise in an abusive household you, you the the mind would think that you're not going to become the abuser because you exactly. saw your mom get her ass beat but now uh-huh. you're the abuser. so it happened listening to his brothers in that documentary and also some other interviews i've i've seen it's like i can tell that family has been through hell that that family literally was raised as damn near sex slaves you know as children on so that's why r kelly doesn't see anything really wrong with what's happening here okay i'm not excusing it but it is what it is it it made me see the bigger picture of everything. On top of that, we really can't, I mean, to be honest, this whole culture that we live in idolizes young girls. They idolize young girls and older men, okay? All of R. Kelly's victims, when it comes to the sexual encounters and the abuse with these women, they started out very small. He would demand that all of them called him daddy. Okay, and that's something that has been popularized in this culture for a long time. I've never been one to be like daddy, zaddy. Shoot me if you ever hear me say I've never heard you call. I I don't fuck with that zaddy shit. You can shoot me down (laughs) right now if I ever say that shit. I love it. And that's beautiful. But if you think about it, it's incestual. Because what you're doing is you're enticing a sexual relationship with somebody that you're going to call daddy. So not only is it a, a, a piece of being a pedophile, but it's also incestual because it's your own father. So why would you want to smear the image of daddy and little girl? You're right. And oh, you're right. I'm not it's disagreeing. something yeah. that this culture has accepted. And it's almost unfair to put solely all the blame on these pedophiles and stuff like that when it's like, well, what's the line? You know what I'm saying? It's cool for me to be in bed and, and, and role play like I'm a little girl and, and this man is my daddy. But if that was to happen in real life, it'd be disgusting and I'd be in jail. So it's like, what's, you know, like this culture's fucked up. You know, we're, we idolize shit, but then when it, when it turns around and it's actually real life, it's a, it's a real problem. 
So it's just like, you got to be mindful of the messages out there. It's, it's always been popular for old ass men to be with young ass women and never been acceptable for older women to be with young guys. So this is something that's part of our culture. And it's like, but when does that line get crossed? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's almost unfair to put all the blame on R. Kelly in my opinion. Like, yes, he's a monster. He's a predator. And you already know how I felt about R. Kelly before watching this documentary. But I really, my eyes are really open now because it's this culture it's that we live in. It's, it's this world that we live in. Him. And it's way bigger than him. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I do believe, for one, all of those parents, y'all got me fucked up, Okay. You cannot tell me R. Kelly took my fucking child and I'm not out in the motherfucking bushes waiting for them to come out the house. Girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe that he, shit. He, he, she was like, her, the sister was like, oh, she lied to the parents and was saying to whatever. And then the parents called R. Kelly and was like, what's going on? And he yeah. was like, she was like, they was like, well, we need to have a guardian. We need to come. He was like, no, no, no. I got a guardian here. Watch. They was like, okay. Uh, so R. Kelly told us he had a guardian watching. Where in the state of or country of America would it ever be okay for you to know that this man is a pedophile from previous incidences? Never. And then for him to appoint a, one of his own guardians without you having to go down there and go get your daughter and have your own eyes laid on her? Are you uh, sick? Those parents are fucked up. And those parents are unfortunately if they don't feel bad for what's going on if, they, if this is all a ploy or this is all a whatever this is this, this is playing out for them over and over again because now the world is looking at them with no sympathy for the parent standpoint yeah because we're all like you're just you're fucked up you fed yeah. your Trash. daughter Trash. as bait you fed her to him like here you go and that's what i'm starting that's what a lot of people are saying a lot of bloggers are saying that because they went in on Aaliyah's mom because Aaliyah's mom tried to make a statement talking about oh i've never seen these women in this documentary i don't know who that backup singer is she never saw my daughter having sex me and my husband were with Aaliyah at all times bitch first of all if you if you and your husband was with Aaliyah at all times, there's no way she would have been able to forge a fucking marriage license and get married to a grown ass man at 14 years old. Okay, stop it. Was she 14 or 15? She was oh 15. She was 15, but the um, marriage certificate said 18, and they forged it. They they found out it was um, falsified, so it was annulled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the T on that is that I know that her parents were okay. I'm not going to say okay, but they didn't want to press charges against R. Kelly. And they made some type of under the table agreement with R. Kelly. And that's the reason why R. Kelly doesn't have any rights to his publishing right now. All of his publishing goes to the Houghton family. So his uncle, um, Aaliyah's uncle, Aaliyah's mom, and Aaliyah's, well, Aaliyah's dad has passed away now, but his publishing rights go to the Houghton family. Okay. Now that for, tells you for elite for the songs he's done with Aaliyah. No, ma'am. For all of his songs. Okay. 
yes, R. Kelly wrote a 19-minute song called I Admit, and he admits that he gets no more money for publishing of none of his songs. He has written away and given away all of that money to the Houghton family for some type of under-the-table deal that we don't know about. And when you think about it, that's probably why they never press charges on him. All right. And that's why R. Kelly is struggling financially. That's why everything is crashing down on him now. He, he has no rights to his publishing. The only way this man makes money is by touring. And ever since the rise of 2018, you know, in the beginning of 2018, people started to protest his concerts and shit. Before 2018, he was still selling out shows. Okay. Then all of this traction came with protest R. R. Kelly concerts, blah, 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 blah. His concerts got shut down. Now this man isn't making money. That's why all of his lawyers quit. That's why everyone on his team quit and turned against him. And the only way this man can make actual liquid money now is by touring because he doesn't have any publishing rights to his own shit. Now that's some tea for your ass. That tells you that Aaliyah's family was very well aware what the fuck was going on and they sold that girl out for fucking money. Period sick sick as fuck and my thing is you knew damn well your daughter was what 14 13 years old in the studio with grown ass niggas and you knew she was fucking beautiful so even if they weren't fucking her they would have been fucking doing drugs or whatever so why wouldn't your ass be with her at all fucking times you know I know Dame Dash really knows some tea too. Oh, I'm he sure knows some tea. People, they all I know. A lot of people, I think a lot of people know some Girl, tea. They all know the tea. And I honestly think though, too, that this is for some reason, I'm not I'm still not seeing a whole lot of celebrities say a lot about this. Because like, they don't know. I'm seeing I'm seeing like Jade the Jadas, the John Legends, Tank, you know, little bitty people be like, no, they're not little bitty, but you know what I'm saying. I'm seeing like little little things around. But like the big fish, like people like Diddy's and the Jay-Z's and because what they don't want is for them, for people to start looking into what yep. they were doing. Because I done seen some very, very um, suspicious looking pictures with Aaliyah with Puff Daddy, with Dame, with Jay-Z. And the tea on that was uh, Aaliyah was with Jay-Z before she was with Dame. And then she got with Dame. And it was like, she was just at like 17 years old when she was hanging around with Jay-Z, it's like, people eye the fuck out of all y'all. No, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. When we look at, and this is probably more to come because obviously R. Kelly is the person at hand right now. Yeah. But I'm yeah. telling you, once you, once people start going after this guy and he's gotten oh, yeah. and there's this bravo and you're Girl, like you're taking people down with him but wait you're like mute 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 r kelly just be ready for the jay-z's and the dames and what what i'm just saying whoever to be next because people are going to start the reason i firmly believe people are not speaking out against this meaning the celebrity people like, I feel like it's more of our common people really pushing this. It's thing. more of like the C-list celebrity. Yeah, there's no, but I haven't really seen anybody where I'm like. There's no A know, and B-list celebrity. I feel like people are holding it. their tongue because they themselves have done some shit where they're like, I just want this to blow over. Just get oh, yeah. him. Oh, Let you, me see, you see they already tried to drag Drake from when he was 22 and he um 
pulled some, I remember this too, because this was like 10 years ago, and he pulled some ten, some 17-year-old girl on stage. He didn't know she was 17, but he like um, was dancing with her and kissed her and stuff. And then he asked her how old he she was, and she was like 17. He was like, oh shit oh shit but then he still was like oh you look way too good to be 17 and he said some inappropriate shit and like um like gave her like a kiss like it was a platonic kiss but still it was just like once she said she was 17 you should have just got her ass off the stage you know what i'm saying so now that's what they're trying to do with all the celebrities that's why these celebrities ain't saying shit because they already pulling shit out of the woodworks out of the fucking you know um the archives <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is so what so my my thought would to you would be again if we st- if we take away R. Kelly because we know he's just trash at this point, right? He's been trash, he's trash. They start looking at all these other celebrities and they find they may not find 20 victims, but the it, to me it's not the number, it's just one is enough. You know what I'm saying? So if they have somebody else that comes out. Are we muting them too? Are we muting every single, are we muting the, the number is the definitely whole? significant, but I'm going to tell you why people are mainly to know, like, where, what, where are we go? Like where, but let me, let me, let me just point out the difference here. Okay. R. Kelly literally wrote about his experiences and his life. So all of these pedophilic things he was doing, he put mm-hmm. in his music. That's why Aaliyah's album that he made with her when she was 14, 15 was age ain't nothing but a number, getting down ain't nothing but a thing. And we all singing that shit, not knowing that he's really meaning this shit. He's really saying, little Leah, age ain't nothing but a number and fucking me ain't nothing but a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. This nigga was really saying, look, my mind is telling me no because you're fucking 12 but my dick is telling me yes. Like he was literally living his lyrics. That's so the major that. difference to me. It's because if you go and, and that's why his music spiked because that documentary pinpointed exactly which lyrics apply to his behavior. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And they even talked about, oh, when he was doing 12 play, he had a 14 year old sucking his dick. He had, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, and then some people are noting 12 play could be about a 12 year old. <laughs> like it's all of the hidden messages. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I do see a major difference when it comes to actors and whatever, and a rapper who rapes somebody. But it's like, if you are literally being sick enough to disguise your fucking habits in your music, cause the nigga couldn't read. He literally was just he was literally just telling stories of his life through his music. So mm-hmm. the shit is based on reality. This ain't no fairy tale shit. The shit he's talking about is about little girls. And, and that's all cool. I can get down to aging, but I can't even play that shit no more. Because I know when Leo was fucking 14, getting piped down, talking about let's go all the way tonight with the fucking 27-year-old. And I can't play your mind. I can't do it because I know you're talking about a fucking 13 year old. On top of that, 90% of R. Kelly's music is sexual. 90%. So all of the sexual shit he's talking about is with little girls. (laughs) I can't. So that's why I feel like people are muting him. It's very hard to separate R. Kelly 
the man and R. Kelly the music. It's hard because his music was literally a reflection of his fucking life. Makes sense. Boom. Makes sense. That's all I gotta say. But I mean, I do feel like if Jay-Z was fucking a 15-year-old and he's 26, he should be locked up too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do believe. Get them all. Like, you get can get them all, but the, but this man, I don't like. I, you for cannot me, compare everybody to R. Kelly because unless you got over twenty years worth of strings of victims and cultic shit, sex cults and shit, bags of fucking pornographic videotapes, that's a whole different level of sickness. That's a whole different level. That's like comparing. I shot this nigga at the liquor store because we got into a fight with a motherfucking serial killer who done killed 14 people much, last you month. You may not get as much time as one person. That's you different. may not get as much time. But to me, I still think that if you broke the law, you should be held accountable. I mean, I think that people should still be held accountable. I mean, I, I'm not subjective. Like, if you did something, if, you did if we're looking at pedophilia, period. If we're looking at pedophilia, if you were with five different teenagers and you were mid-20s and R. Kelly, this is, to me, it's not even comparing. It's just saying that once R. Kelly is taken away, we, there's plenty of more work to be done because this is not anything new. It's not anything new, but this has been so blatantly in our faces. We all saw this man piss and have sex with a 14-year-old when he was in his fucking 30s. We all seen it. Yeah. I've never watched anything pornographic in my life except R. Kelly video. And I, I was fucking 14. I didn't even know I was watching porn. You, I've I didn't, I didn't watch that. I've never seen the video. I I've seen it. it. I've seen it at least three times because, what was I, like in eighth or ninth grade? That shit was on VHS. Like, they was playing that shit at house parties. Like, yeah, I seen that shit. Yeah, I no, I knew it was around. Yeah, I knew that shit was playing. I couldn't watch it because I uh, just the just peeing on anybody to me. I didn't just, believe it, and I didn't believe it was R. Kelly. And so people, it was more so everyone like, "Is that him? No, that's not him. Yes, it is. Look at the braids. Like it I was more just images. like I had seen images with the cornrows and stuff like that. But as far as like yeah. him actually doing anything, like I couldn't watch it. I just and then on top of that this man had hits on hits on hits. So everybody just took it as a joke. You know, Dave Chappelle did a whole fucking, it was just a joke. And we all laughed. You know what I'm saying? Like it was no big deal. We still listen to all of his music. We still listen to step in the name of love. We still listen to everything. We still played. I believe I can fly at the graduations. It didn't matter. So that's what I'm saying. Also that society has to take some blame in this shit because you can't sit up here and say this man is you know the fucking devil but yet when he was producing those hits we car we we were we were able to overlook it <laughs> you know oh they was making it happen we gonna overlook not it. even they overlook it Pete, they was making this happen they were setting up the shops they were setting the traps strategically from city to city to city this was designed by these people. R. Kelly, again, he couldn't, R. Kelly is not the genius. He's a genius in making hits. He's not successful in strategic and like, if you can't read, reading is the foundation for everything. So if you can't read 
it's hard for me to believe that you have this mastermind plan of how you That's can not do mastermind plan. All you need you is go to shows. All you need movies. is, but all what you is need this mastermind is, plan you're speaking of though? I don't I'm understand what you you're talking about. Does it take I'm a mastermind to that. fuck little girls? Like yes. mastermind yes. about it. In order for you to keep allowing this to happen and not get away with it, you how have is to that a mastermind? Happen. You're 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 a fucking mega artist who travels from city to city to city, city to city to city. You have hotel rooms, you have sold out floors, you have tour buses, you have a whole bunch of privacy. You can pay for privacy. Okay, you literally can have women waiting for you and young girls waiting for you after each city at every single fucking show you are at. So what's what's the mastermind? It's what's the, the key? People, what I'm saying is it's the people that help support him and to continue this. It's not something for me that I look at as just one aspect of it being overlooked as much as it's continued to happen successfully, secretly, non-secretly, whatever you want to call it. Was it was a secret. I saw his sex tape with a 14-year-old when I was 14. No, but it never was a secret. Some of this has not been a secret, but I'm saying for it to continue. I didn't know this stuff was still happening in 2016, 17, and 18 or whatever it is. Like that was a secret to me. I didn't know this stuff was still happening. It was on the hush hush for whatever. I wasn't looking at him. He hasn't even been on the radar like that here in the last few years. He just hasn't. I mean, I've been to a concert, but I, his scandals and stuff like that have not been I, on all i'm saying is the hardest part about all this is getting money so niggas don't snitch on you so if you have money and you have fame you don't have to convince bitches to be with you what is what's so fucking genius like what's the mastermind plan why do you even need a plan you got money and you got fame you can do whatever the fuck you want to do with money and fame there's no plan involved the only thing is he had people to pay off so I they wouldn't snitch on him i still think for some reason what's the strategy to- here i don't what's know i just feel like in order for it to have gone on without there being any continuous charges pressed and successfully him being behind bars, Girl, the strategy is i'm depositing five thousand dollars in your bank account every week, month that's the strategy there's no i mean there's no you have money and you have fame that's all you need to do anything no, I just feel like some, I, I don't know. I feel like at some point though, people, I don't know. I guess I just feel like at some and point. If you, you, and if you, and people, if you listen to those still, documentaries, half of the time, he didn't go have to go looking for the victims because the parents wanted their kids to be child stars. So they just brought the fucking kids to him. So it was really no work involved on his part. I, I don't know. It doesn't seem difficult to me. I don't think he was only fucking those that were in the cage. You know, I think that it was plenty of underage girls that didn't he might not even have these long year relationships it was just him going to certain high schools him going to different just little in and out places just maybe having orgies in a hotel with underage girls i just think the nigga went to junior high schools and libraries looking for kids i mean i guess that's a strategy but it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist do that in order for it to successfully happen especially if it's r kelly going to a high school i guess i just would feel like there are some snitches that are just waiting and ready to just so i feel like had money these people were feeding their children off of r kelly's money are you about to play saint and, and throw away your paycheck? No, it was, it's fairly easy when everyone around you is paid by you. You the boss. They gonna do whatever the fuck you say to do. Even in the documentary, his old ass piano teacher who was 90 years old was like, oh, I used to tell Robert, those girls are way too young for you. 
stay away from them, Robert. But guess what? She still wanted to be cool with Robert. So she didn't go call the police. Because <laughs> this nigga was R. Kelly. He was famous. Like, fame and money changes everything. You can get away with anything with fame and money. That, that's, I just don't see why that's not just clear. I don't know. <laughs> money changes everything. Like, you could buy and sell people up the river for money. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I guess Nobody's going to throw away their picture. There was still thought in, like, smoothness behind his stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he was just out here being messy, and since he paid people so good that, you know, it just, he, they had, he had enough people to cover the tracks, but I guess I just felt like, you know, this was literally the plan, and they executed it very well all the time in each and every city. And the things that did fall through the cracks, you, again, we talked about it for a second and then we just kind of turned our nose to it. But if this man still had money to pay everybody, nobody would have turned on him, okay? He would have paid off all those old ass people who was torn with him, his ex-wife. She's only in it for the money. She doesn't give a fuck about these girls. I don't want to talk about her. I bet she doesn't give a fuck. She has been on the fucking R. Kelly press run for the last eight months, okay? She doesn't give a fuck. She's in it for a check. And she said, and I don't give a fuck what nobody says. She was in that house and she knew R. Kelly was in there abusing young little girls and she didn't do anything about it. I feel the same way about Sparkle. So, fuck that. Everyone's in on it. Everyone in that documentary was fucking, uh, needs to take responsibility. Every yeah. single one of them. Sparkle was scandalous to me. She oh, Sparkle? To- I could slap the shit out of Sparkle. Oh, they just, I don't know. Sparkle is like, first of all, you're going to take your niece to R. Kelly, and then you, you, you claim to be oh so shocked when you walk in on them together alone? Well, okay. she knew, and she said, I think there was something that I was reading, and she was saying that she knew Andrea Kelly, his ex-wife, would be locked up. Mm-hmm. And did. so my thing is, even after you knew that, and you kind of were just like, mm, like, sorry, you know, you're still going to bring your niece around, yeah. R. Kelly? After, because this was you. after she knew this, you're still gonna bring your niece around. So. I have, yeah, Sparkle was on some fuck shit. Sparkle thought it was all about fame and shit. She thought her niece was gonna blow up. She thought she was gonna blow up, and yeah, she needs to, she needs her, her ass whooped. Because my thing is, if that's your niece, why didn't you drag her ass out of that studio and be like, you know, you don't belong here with a grown ass man by yourself? Yep. You know, like There's- everybody's suspect to me. I just, mm-mm. and they're going to be real mad because now these investigations have been opened and Georgia has opened an investigation and best believe other people are going to go down with R. Kelly. Oh yeah. Period. He's snitching. You get R. Kelly, he's going to tell it all. The only thing is some of these victims, I don't know about the statute of limitations, but some of the shit was over 20 years ago. So I don't even know if they could even file anything from that long ago. Um, I don't know. I think it's so can they the file any for the adults that decided to engage with him? Uh, can they file anything? Like the adults? It sounded like that when they wanted to leave, a lot of them could just leave. So my thing is... Right. I wonder what that looks like. I know. And also, like, that one girl, she admitted that... And she's so full of shit. She's so fucking full of shit. She said R. Kelly had her 
um, have a threesome with a girl, the girl that was in the sex tape. And mm-hmm. R. Kelly told her that the girl was 16. Now, this girl had just turned 18, I think. Mm-hmm. And she had a threesome with R. Kelly and a 14-year-old. And she said she didn't find out until after that that girl was only 14. And I'm like, how the fuck you have a threesome with a 14-year-old and you're an 18-year-old woman and you tell me you can't tell the difference between bodies? You can't tell that this girl's underdeveloped or, like, really? You're well, a woman. No, 14-year-old, I was very developed at 15 and 14. I was very developed. I you wasn't didn't look like 19. Body-wise. I was, I mean, I got into all the clubs. I got into 14 year old, especially back in the fucking 90s. Mentally, I wasn't, but my body, my, I still, I mean, I I can't say that. I can't say based on, because I don't know. I just know a lot of girls that I see on the Instagram these days that are 14. These days, exactly. These days. But this stuff has been more recent. This has been a more, this has been in the later, latter part of the 2000s, right? Girl, that was 18. That was 19 years ago. This was like 2001 or 2002 or some shit. All I'm saying is, I don't know. I don't believe her. I don't believe half of those motherfuckers in that documentary. I'm just putting that out there. Everyone in that documentary is suspect and seems like they have a motive, period. It doesn't excuse our Kelly's bullshit, but I'm just, I'm not believing everything that I'm hearing from these fucking people in this documentary. I believe about 50% of those witnesses or whatever. And all the girls, which was so interesting to me, they all just seemed so slow. Like they all seemed something was wrong with them or mm-hmm. something was just off or I'm just like. But honestly, our Kelly seems really slow to me. Like, you know what? I've now been watching so much that, stuff on him. But now that you say that, I He's get slow. that too. But yeah, when I was watching it, I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. really? These yeah. guys? Not to say you got to be pretty and all of a sudden, not to say that these girls aren't pretty for those that may think that they are. I'm just saying that. But it's like more intelligent women. You, you're going to have a hard time controlling them. Correct. You're going to have a very hard time. Fucking closet. Yeah. Especially with a strong family too. If you, if you fuck yeah. with a girl, she may not be all the way there, but you know, her family's yeah. like, hey, when you come home, what, who, Robert, R. Kelly, no, nah, bring your, tell him to bring your ass home. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably all of those things that played a factor. Yeah. And I think in the documentary I saw someone was like, you know, he preyed on, not preyed, but he, um, he only kind of messed with women that had like family issues. They weren't really mm-hmm. close to the family, you know, but these women just seem so, I'm not talking about the kids. Cause again, kids are kids. I'm just saying, even yeah, kids are going to be kids. They're going to be naive or whatever, whatever. but some of these grown ass women, just the women, yeah. just, I was like, slow. And also like, low self-esteem you know feeling like they need r kelly feeling like they don't have nothing of their own so he knew what victims to get or whatever or should i say his team knew what victims to get too because like like you said he couldn't be everywhere at one time but his team knows what he likes point blank period but he lost that money he's not torn no more he can't pay them to be quiet so it is what it is that's the same reason they, they turned on Cosby, I feel like. Once his whole career is gone, now they want to turn on somebody. I don't know. I just, some days I just wish I didn't know as much as I do about just this whole world. It's oh, like yeah. one thing to be woke. It's one thing to be woke, and I really don't even want to use that word anymore. I just want to just go back and 
not be ignorant, you know, but just ignorance is too much because it's like everyone's opinions and then the rapidness of just headlines and it's social media too social media is too just, much it exhaust i really do need to t- after i get married because i want to post my beautiful wedding pics <laughs> um i really am going to do a cleanse because it just it's fucking with me like it's just too much and people wow. are becoming these people behind the keyboard which is even more scarier i don't um, really put too much thought in it i may no, not even the laugh, comments but i don't it's just it's just becoming for me just so much like there's nothing happy that I see and it may be the people that I follow because I follow follow like 200 people and I follow some celebrities I don't I follow a lot of like motivational quotes a lot of astrologers a lot of horoscope people (laughs) yeah yeah I say balance girl in my spirituality now yeah I need to unfollow some people I mean I follow a lot of clothing stuff or whatever but people and their just opinions and things it's just I don't know it's just becoming so over I'm just becoming very overstimulated um good word facts Facts. quick quicker than and it's too much I I don't even watch the news like that I've never been a news person I feel like if it's big enough it'll get to me like I stay in the know enough to know but I've always said social media was kind of like my news outlet like that's where I catch up on stuff it's depressing it's this stuff right here is just because my thing is get the man get the face of this man, make him pay, try him, convict him, put him away. He's not going to jail. R. Kelly ain't going to jail. Girl, you don't think he's going to jail? No. This man got charged over 12 years ago. Every single charge. My fiance was like, the DA opened a case in Georgia about this, so they're going to look back into it. Girl, they're just trying to show that they are proactive. They're not going to find anything. If they had solid um, evidence to put this man in jail, he'd be in jail. You know what I'm saying? They had a whole video, and he didn't go to jail because the victim refused to testify. He paid her off. The victim said it wasn't even her. And the family. The family continuously is like, that ain't her. Sparkle's like, that's her. That's her. Exactly. So... Yeah, and I just watched a YouTube video. They didn't disclose the girl identity and shit. It's just getting oh, out of here. But I don't think he's going to jail. I think this I said is that like too. I said so that too. I think, act. Um, to be honest with you, I don't think anybody's going to be talking about this in a few months. I mean, people are going to be talking about it. This documentary definitely it broke Lifetime's um, record um, oh, of views. So it has totally broken the record of all their views in the history of Lifetime. And like it has, it has gone mainstream. So like my office, which is predominantly white, was talking about R. Kelly all fucking day to day. So I ain't never heard them say shit about R. Kelly or Aaliyah in the three years I've worked there. So I, I know it's like breaking the internet. It's breaking the news. It's breaking the media. It's it's gone mainstream. You think people and, will still have the same keep or keeping the same energy for this? Yeah. Down the road. Okay. I do. I just, if they do a trial and everything, I don't believe he's going to get convicted. I don't. Why? I just don't think, because everything now, I feel like most this of this stuff has him. happened. He's down and out and nobody's around him. This is the perfect time. No, because if you pay close attention to that documentary, mm-hmm. he has been very careful with the underage aspect. So a lot of these women he's been with since, I'm going to say since that sex tape, Mm -hmm. he has been very careful to be with 17 year olds who are of consenting age and above. 
So everything, so it's not going to be pedophile charges on him because everything since that sex tape, he's been with like 17 year olds and above, which is a consenting age in most states. And most but of they still can try him for the previous ones, can't they? Like the 14 ones that... Well, he's not- already been tried for that, and he's he was found not guilty. So No, I thought it was for the 13-year-old, but not the other ones that he met at 14. Which ones? I thought there was another... Like, I thought there was two more girls that were... Well, yeah, but the thing about that is they don't have those tapes. So the reason that, the reason that 14-year-old went to, to court when that sex tape came out because that was solid proof solid evidence everything after that is hearsay everything after that is, oh. is a person's testimony so all oh. of this stuff has is testimony it's eyewitness accounts which is it i mean yes it, it's all dependent on the jury but it still is not hardcore evidence you know what i'm saying the mm-hmm. only reason it went to trial is because of that sex tape so now we don't have a sex tape we have claims of abuse, which he could definitely get assault charges, but I don't see him getting any pedophile charges unless they have an underage victim willing and ready to come and testify or, you know, say that they were underage when it happened and they have proof, video proof. That's the only way I see it actually going down. He could get some assault charges and he could get found guilty for assault, maybe abuse, but I don't believe he's going to get no pedophile charges, period. I don't think so. I think that ship has sailed to be honest. Well, the one thing I will say that probably definitely will happen is he's going to be a hated person for the rest of his life. I don't know, girl. A lot of people are standing their ground with R. Kelly and saying they're trying to bring down a good black man. Um, He just dropped a song on, I think like three days ago. Mm -hmm. And it has like almost what, like almost half a million streams already on YouTube. And well, that's because people are curious, but I, I wouldn't say that they're like... Oh, so girl, I'm in those comments on YouTube and everybody's like, yes, they can't bring you down. The king of R&B, you still rocking it. You still making those hits. You still got fans, fans out here, Kels. And I'm like, first of all, this song is trash, okay? He made a song called You Were Born to My Music or some shit. I haven't liked the last... <laughs> I haven't honestly I have not liked or listened to any of R. Kelly's albums past the chocolate factory because they have all just gone been gone downhill like to me I haven't listened to an album from him since like 2011 or 10 or something and that was that I think that was I think that was the last one because the one I think the one I'm talking about was like the zoo it was like oh ah ah or some shit which okay that was talking about 12 year olds but I, didn't I don't know. know. I just, uh, yeah, I hadn't listened to this since uh, Running Your Hands Through My Fro, that album. Oh, that um, was in high school, yeah. That was my sophomore year in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that I album. listened to one album after, and it was like The Zoo or Animal, and it was when he had that duet with um, Usher. I tried same to girl, listen to that. Same I did girl. listen to that. Yeah. Right. I did uh-huh. listen to that one, but yeah, was that that one? Was that a Yeah. One? That was the last one I listened to, like 2011. Hmm. but he still has some hardcore fans out there there are some people who are going to ride and die for r kelly no matter what and it's just because you know they don't want to let go of the memories they don't want to let go of the songs they don't want to let go of the fact that uh step in the name of love was played at their wedding they don't want to let go of this shit so kind of like the cosby show people don't want to let go of the cosby show and what that meant for them in that era and a lot of them are how they are because of the cosby show um or their their prerogative 
people have free choice to do whatever the fuck they want to do. That's fine. Um, and he hasn't been dropped from his label. He's still on RCA. He's still on their website. They're still he'll promoting his music. Dropped. I'm sure he'll be dropped with this um, kind of. Imp- oh, he just released the song four days ago. <laughs> like they released the song four days ago. In the- yeah, but I think with this kind of hate he has and this kind of momentum, like you said, people in your workplace are talking about it. Yeah, once white people start talking about it, it's over. Yeah, so. <laughs> You're done. With this kind of momentum, I really think that he's probably done. Yeah. But, Kels, I, mean, I, I, I hope you get help, boy. I hope you get help. Because, honestly, I, I, t- I was so against R. Kelly before this. You already know. But I just feel like this man is sick. And I feel like mentally, he's in a place of like a 17, 18, 19-year-old mentally. He's probably in the place of an eight-year-old mentally because he hasn't gotten Maybe. past a lot of things that were done to him. So this could be his yeah. way of acting out. Like, you know what? You were older. You took my eight-year-old whatever. I didn't know yeah. what the- know what green or yellow was or maybe you do but what i'm saying is is that at eight, <laughs> what at hopefully you do at eight but what hopefully. i'm saying my point is is that things that you should be thinking about with a 15 year old woman at Girl. eight years old god bless him but you know you just you listen this dude's slow man he's slow like i've been watching so many interviews of him and i was like how did i not realize this nigga's slow as fuck like, he's literally slow. Like, why are we just now learning he can't read? Like, we should have been knew that. He could barely speak. And that's another thing that I don't get, though, too, is how all these people were around him and did not encourage, they might have encouraged him, but how, how is it that he doesn't still know how to read? And you have all these people that you pay but what? Why Why learn how to read? You got hits, you got millions. Not about that. But if you have somebody in your corner that's for you, like, I don't know if I didn't know how to read. I know I got a strong friend, whatever. That's like, nah, bitch, you need to get your, before, fuck all that. You got that. You may not need that, but you gonna have to learn how to read this document. In the this man don't have no friends. He has do boys. That's he what I'm saying. That's what I feel boys. like, too. I feel like he didn't really have nobody that was really in his corner. He didn't. Aaliyah was his best friend. He said that. She said that. She was 15. He was 27. That was his best friend. I mean, whether, and that's sick, but you know, again, it is <laughs> it what was. It is. it's just, no, no, no. I'm saying it's sick. It's just, it's really sad. It's very sad on all fronts. It's very sad that this is even continuing to go on as far as people being in cages or whatever they call it. The cult. Not cages, girl. The cults, the rooms, you know. Yeah, well, he, he apparently he locked them in the rooms. He wouldn't let them speak to other people. He wouldn't let them. They had to get permission to use the bathroom. They had to get permission to do everything. Shit. Why they didn't escape out the fucking window, I don't know. My but, thing is, and I just want to say this too, for those women in general, not even the victims or quote unquote survivors, mm-hmm. uh, people, women out there, you know, stop seeking out people like this. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think that, you know, when you know, cause when, and, men too, first of all, I do believe there's some men R. Kelly victims out there. Okay. Especially because it came out that he made this, he made one of the girls uh, cut off all her hair and look like dressed like a boy, and that was his boy toy, was one of the girls. Yeah. So 
there's some men victims out there too who was trying to be put on as producers or whatever. So yeah. men and women. And that's men, the thing. People, men, women, all you guys. Men hate to admit when they are sexually harassed and abused. Okay? They, it's embarrassing to them. And we got to stop this shit because that's how them cycles repeat over and over again. It's okay to say you were abused or even if you don't say it, acknowledge that shit because it's better that it, but acknowledge it and deal with that shit like yes. with therapy nothing is wrong yes. with therapy. nothing's like, wrong with therapy talk to your best friend talk to your wife talk to your partner talk to talk talk to god it. you it's more than acknowledging it because i know you deal with that stuff in your mind cycles yeah. every day and well apparently ways. the little brother like R. Kelly wouldn't even acknowledge to the little brother who was also abused that he was getting raped as well. So like the little brother would basically say that the, the, the sister would swap them in and out the room. So like when she was done um, fucking one of the little brothers and it, she didn't get satisfied or whatever, she would call R. Kelly in the room and send the other little boy out. And the little boy could hear the brother could hear what was going on so after this happened a few times you know the little boy knew it was bad so he came to r kelly and he was like robert is is so-and-so doing this to you too like i know she is because she's doing this to me and he was like man no this isn't happening that didn't happen to you she didn't do nothing to you she she no this ain't happening and he, he basically said r kelly would refuse to acknowledge that it happened period and i'm just like that's the sickness where you just internalize it worse is that it's all bad but what's even worse is that it's incest like mm-hmm. you can't even trust your that's family. why we need to think about when we want to call the men we're fucking daddy i'm sorry it's incest what else is it what what is it yeah. what is the shit i've never been one for that daddy shit probably because i don't have a good relationship with my dad so it's like first first and foremost like <laughs> Now you just ruin in the mood, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> I'm just saying, second of all, it always seems strange to me. I it always seem weird to me. But it's just normal, you know? But I, I bet you now people I mean, will start thinking about shit like that. Psychological part of that. But I, you know, I've always liked older men. I've just always liked older men. It has nothing to do with me having issues with my dad. Me and my dad are great. Um mm-hmm. But it's like, why would you want to think about your dad when you're fucking? But I don't think about my dad when I'm fucking. But then why do you say daddy? Fuck me. For me, it's like... It doesn't mean daddy. It doesn't mean daddy, literally. It means... But literally, it means daddy. Well, the word, it it (laughs) doesn't know the meaning. I can take the meaning and make it whatever I want it to be. You could be, but if you're saying daddy, and then on top of that, you're a young woman with an older guy, what the fuck is that? It's daddy. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Because you know what? Because you disassociate what you're saying with the actual act of incest. But in reality. Yeah. A spade is a spade. I'm not, uh, yeah. A spade yeah I'm, is just, a spade. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pointing but, you out saying you yeah, specifically 90% of fucking women say this shit. So it's not just you. I'm just saying people don't think about that shit until. I mean, it's in Mexico. It's in Mexico. What is it? Poppy, poppy churro. You know, it's in the Latin community too. And you know, they say the same thing. It's like poppy, you know. Yeah. You know I, I don't know nothing about that, but I just know take, it don't make it right. I it it's like you take care of, like this, yeah. you feel like you're being taken care of. 
And, you know, for me, I can't speak for everybody and what that term means. For me, it's like, you know, it's like a, what do you call it? Submissive or, you know, I'm like. Yeah. But it makes me question if a nigga wants me to call him daddy, especially knowing now that R. Kelly literally made every single one of his girls call him daddy. He, he made that request. You see, now this is a, it makes me think. To me, that's strange. I have not been with a guy that has requested me to call him daddy. Well, that's I would say off the top, if they, if, uh, hopefully I'm done with, you know, finding a lover since I'm about to get married. But if I ever had been requested to say that or in my current situation (laughs) red flag (laughs) that shit will go out the door so quick like you know again that's call it what you want it is what it is you know but no that shit's weird if you want me to call you dad like what no you call me dad like nah nigga nah first of all because i only say daddy in the bed i only say daddy when i'm you know yeah and and it's and it's specifically a young woman to an older man scenario you you don't hear men um calling you mama or mommy (laughs) mommy oh yeah fuck me mommy like that doesn't happen you know what i'm saying so it's just it's specific to older men and younger women and it's just something that's been passed around because we all know like back in the day uh what girls was getting married at 12 years old to 50 year olds like that's just part of our history of the world you know well, even if kings they want and queens to, and shit, well, they're marrying they were, their cousins at nine, and but even if they weren't getting married to 50 uh, year olds, they were having babies at 12, 13, getting married at 18 to like because I know my great great yeah. parents, they were like 13 and he was like 17 or 18. Yeah. It's he always like, a younger woman or younger it girl, it didn't have to be he's two older, and he's 100. Yeah, man, and that, and that was acceptable, you know what I'm saying? That was back in the day. It's only recent years where it's been more progressive for women to start. Uh, I'm not saying in the last two years. I'm saying in the last in the last like a hundred years, I'd say more ex, ex, uh, oh. uh, like looked at like oh, like she's young. Like you're 40 years old. Why aren't you dating a 35 year old? You know why are you trying to date a 20 year old? You know it's only been more in the recent times where we've looked at that like. But before, that's just yeah. what you. I feel like it's something that has to or be merged out of our system. The mistress was young. You might have had a same age wife, but your mistress was you know you sought out someone younger. That's a that's even today. That's today. And, and if you look culture, at it, most culture. of these men they date women who are at least a decade younger than them. Okay, apparently, what Jay Z first started canoodling Beyonce when she was like seventeen, eighteen. So. Yeah, he's you know? thir- he's he's twelve years older than her. Exactly. I'm just saying it's this is society. Society just this is idolizes this shit. So it's just you know, it, it's it's a tough situation. It's we're not gonna solve it tonight for sure. But um it was good uh, to talk about it. Yeah. Get it off our chest. Let's have R. Kelly pay for his crime. Period. I don't think there's no payoff for that. I mean, I just don't. I think it's good people are informed so they can make their own decisions and they can't keep the blindfold over their face no more. Bravo to Lifetime for making a very entertaining docuseries. That shit was A1 and I love documentaries. Um, 
But honestly, to goodness, I just don't feel like this man's going to get charged. I don't feel, I feel like that ship has sailed. I feel like there's no justice for Aaliyah. Aaliyah's whole life is gone. And who knows the traumatic shit. Honestly, like that's all for her family. Her, her family really fucked that up because her family definitely fucked that up. But he was a grown ass man. And it's when? no, he's up. always gonna be to blame. But I'm saying, when you have your family handing you off, to, a monster is a monster. But to me, when you have the people that are supposed to be the people that love you, help birthed you, brought you here, and they're like, here you go, here's the monster. You know, here's the shark. There you go. That is just unfathomable. Like I, I mean, that yeah. makes me even more sad. I, I can't, mean, they gotta live I with that for the rest of their lives. But if you, my protection. If you go back and look at, like, I just, it makes me sick to my stomach to think about it, but I've looked at so many fucking of these Aaliyah documentaries, and if you actually go back and look at that time period, there are moments when that girl looks so fucking sad. She looks like just something was going on that nobody knew about, or nobody really cared enough to, like, be like, Aaliyah, what the fuck? Get out of this shit. Like, it was like she wanted help almost. Like, how long did they were they together? Well, he okay. So he was first introduced to her when she was twelve years old. Okay, as immediately after he was indu- introduced to her, he wrote about her in one of his songs. She was twelve, and he said something like, "Little Leah is a cutie" or something. Okay, now this is before we knew who Aaliyah was, so it went over people's heads. Okay, now her uncle was. R. Kelly's manager. So R. Kelly's manager got Aaliyah in the studio with R. Kelly to say, hey, this is my niece. She's going to be a star, produce these hits for her. Let's see what we can make. All right. So she was brought in the studio to work with R. Kelly. um, What say? They said about 13, 14. So 13, 14, they made AJ Nothing But a Number. Okay. 15, the album comes out. They start to tour and um promote the album she apparently she gets pregnant at 15 mm-hmm. that's when our kelly decides that he needs to marry her mm-hmm. okay parents found out the dude the, the the tour manager fucking forged the birth certificate or whatever mm-hmm. shit gets annulled and then the parents make Aaliyah separate from R. Kelly. And after that, she moved on to Missy and Timberland. And she never did nothing else with R. Kelly. You never saw her with R. Kelly again. And I believe there was some type of deal made, which is why they got the publishing. They decided not to prosecute. And they just said, you can't have no contact with Aaliyah. So he has not had publishing for over like 30 years. No, not 30, like 20. It's been like 20 something. Wow. 20 years never made money off any of majority his of his money off of touring so he made a deal for any of his previous records and we don't know the deal is undisclosed all we know is that he doesn't have his publishing rights and that the publishing rights are in the Hotten's name okay now this is public record plus if you listen to that song he admits he's broke because he he, he lost all of his fucking royalties in publishing so he has to tour to make money I'm just trying to figure out when was he broke because is he saying he's broke now or he's always been broke since he gave that publishing away? He's saying he's broke now because when you think about it, even though he gave publishing away back then, he was still making new shit. He was still touring. He was still making that income. Now that all that has dimmed down and he's not touring and shit no more, Mm -hmm. that money's gone. So now the money that he would have been getting forever and ever 
he's not getting. Mm, gotcha. Dang. Yeah, I don't know the specifics of that, but even R. Kelly in that fucking I Admit song admits he's not getting his money for his publishing. He said that he gave it to the Holtons? No, he didn't say he gave it to the Holtons. He just said he's not getting it. And then all these bloggers came and they pulled all these fucking um, documents and shit and said it shows that the Holtons, especially his, well, for the most part, Aaliyah's uncle has most of the fucking publishing rights, okay? And they also, that's why you can't find Aaliyah's music anywhere. The only thing you could find is that first album, which is AJ Nothing But A Number, that R. Kelly produced, and it's on Apple. All her other music, the family refuses to release. Why? Girl, I don't know. But I guess why would they want to hide that? Wouldn't they want to make money off that? I don't know. That's why I feel like there was some under the table, behind the scenes deal that we don't know about. But it's like, would you really care about Aaliyah's music if you have all the publishing rights to R. Kelly's? No, you wouldn't. Because you're still getting paid. Right, but I'm saying for the people, don't we want to hear the music? I know. I, I mean, I still listen to it on like YouTube and I got like yeah. some old MP3s or whatever, but... Yeah, like I do. I would love for Aaliyah's albums to be streamed. One in a million, um, her last album that she had before she died, like that was my shit. Like I wish it was released. That's why I don't I don't fuck with her family for real. Her family ain't shit to me. Like God rest her soul, Aaliyah's soul, but your family, like you said, they did her dirty. And even in the afterlife, you're doing her dirty. Because why aren't you releasing her music? girl this, i just yeah so you guys leave us a comment let us know what you think about this let us know what you think about this whole surviving or kelly okay yes please yes please just we we need feedback um <laughs> we do we do it's yes we need engagement um, we'd like to, we'd like to interact with you guys and know your thoughts, your opinions on it, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, yeah. So yeah, this shit's nope. real. Protect your kids, y'all. Please protect your kids out there. Hide your kids. <laughs> oh, okay. For real. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Literally. Well, not Andrea. <laughs> that bitch. I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Let her go. We gonna just cancel. She's so cool. she, she makes my skin crawl. To be honest, I don't fuck with her. We don't. We don't. She's listen. so extra. She's so extra. Oh Lord! All right, but I'm actually going to um watch part six. All right, I'm going to watch the conclusion tonight. And uh, are they all out for streaming or something? Or they came out like they came out? I think back to back to back. I think it started um what after day after New Year's it started okay well i'll take i'll take some time i gotta get up I'm yeah bored. i'm sure you got lifetime on demand or something mm, oh. i hope so it's not sure girl i'm watching mine online bootleg you know i ain't got cable so this has been great it feels so good to be back yeah we had some great uh dialogue tonight and um you know if you are a victim of abuse rape whatever there are hotlines out there for you to call. 
Um, there are <laughs> outreach numbers for you to call, you know, and more importantly, there is support, there are support groups. And the biggest thing is you do have a voice and you don't have to put up with things that you don't want to. You don't, you don't have to put up with shit. You don't. Period. You don't. Period. Put yourself first. Men, women out there, put yourself first. Period. This is your one life. Live it right. All that glitters. <laughs> yeah. Stop chasing fucking fame too. For real. You don't need anyone to make you famous. All right. You can make yourself famous in 2019. Turn up. Boop. All right. So, all right. Till next time. Bye. See ya. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT podcast. Until next time.